With the pandemic that came upon us, the rise of video conferencing tools like Microsoft Teams and Zoom has led to more aspects of the sales conversation to occur virtually. And what began as a crisis reaction has evolved into the new normal. But how normal is the new normal? We're talking about how the strong shift from in-person to virtual selling has transformed B2B sales experience. Virtual sales enablement, new organizations, KPIs, everything is evolving. In the Virtual Selling Podcast, we address these issues in depth twice a week with the experts and leaders of these transformations, heads of sales, sales ops, and sales enablement of the most innovative companies in the field. This podcast is sponsored by SalesDeck.io, the new SaaS platform to make your customer meetings more engaging and better prepared. Find out how you can shorten sales cycles, convert more leads, and increase customer engagement. Virtual selling is here to stay, and so is SalesDeck.io. Hi, everybody. I'm very happy to be with Jack Dunlap today. He is the CEO of Scale Consulting. Hi, Jack. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing fantastic. How are you, man? Fine. Uh, just coming back from uh, a long trip in Brazil, so I'm a bit uh, um, in a jet lag, but I'm really happy to be with you. Um, what uh, What about Scale Consulting? Can you tell us a little bit about, about your company? Yeah, sure. So it's again, it's good to have the conversation. So we are a 45 plus person global sales and revenue consulting company. Um, a lot of times when people hear the word consulting, they immediately go, ugh. Um, and, and what we try to do that's it's probably a little bit different is our team is laser focused on tactical execution support. So not only are we advising and working with companies on the strategy around modern sales and digital selling and what's happening in 2022 and beyond, it's we're also then focused on being a part of their team and helping them to, to, to pull these projects over the finish line. And so that's really what I get passionate about is the intersection of modern processes and modern customer experience coupled with sales technology. So we implement hundreds of sales technologies every year to support these modern processes because we really believe that technology and increasing rep productivity, not just through doing more activities, um, but through doing better, more effective activities will, will be the future. So we really cross that intersection between modern process and modern technology that, you know, many sales leaders and CEOs are, are struggling with today. Great. And uh, it's really the same uh, struggle we, we try to tackle with the uh, sales deck that I also. So I, I'm sure that we have many things to say together. Um, what about digital selling today? What are the... The, the, the key elements of digital selling that a company need to, 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 to be prepared to. Yeah. Well, there, I mean, there's a lot, right? I think, look, through the, uh, through the, I don't know, what do you call it? Through the pandemic, right? I think what happened is one, we proved that it was already happening. We were already moving more and more like inside digital selling, but the pandemic just accelerated it. I think before, before this, nobody thought that someone would buy a, hundred something thousand dollar piece of software or whatever virtually it was almost like you know if you asked your average field sales leader they would have said it was impossible and what we proved is that you know what people are more than happy to buy some of these things virtually and, and would prefer it so i think what we're seeing is, is a couple of things and i'll talk about two in particular one is at the top of the funnel that because people are so used to searching for themselves digitally you know, going to Google, going to YouTube, finding all the different information that they that they want themselves at the tip of their own fingers, we're actually relying on sales less for some of that like very beginning initial education for certain buyers. Some some buyers are coming in, they're cold, they don't know anything. But what we're seeing is, and this again is a trend that's been happening more and more, is that as customers come in with more information, 
as they come in with more details about you, your competition, you know, what they're looking for for sales is to guide them through the process, to be an expert in the space, which is already what, you know, top sellers were doing. But if I come in and I'm like, look, Gabriel, I've already talked to your two competitors. I've already got pricing. Like, can we go? And, as a, and, and you make me go and talk to an inbound SDR, uh, like, or it takes me three calls over a week and a half to get to a demo. Forget that. Nobody's trying to put up with that anymore. You know, in our, in our day-to-day life, I can go to Amazon and I can get stuff to my house by 2 p.m., right? We are but, used to... So you need a fast lane for, for this guy. You have to. You have to. I ask this question to everyone, and everyone listening to the podcast, I want you to ask yourself the same question. How many of you in the last few weeks have picked a different item on Amazon because it had prime next day delivery versus it was going to be here in a week and a half? All hands go up. Right. And that's the world that we live in today. And it's, and by the way, it's only going to get more aggressive in terms of, you know, our expectations around where, um, you know, what, what we should expect from a, a, a company, et cetera. So it's only, it's only going to become more, uh, more of that. And, and I think the other big trend is that the digital selling experience, meaning right now, you know, like Zoom, like I said, just I, I was updating right before I came in here, and it's like they finally just started pushing their whiteboard feature. Like, what are you doing to really yeah. collaborate and create an experience? Like right now, it's it's boring, man. I mean, people are just you're staring at a green dot. You're probably looking at yourself half the time. The person's on their email. They're not even pay- like we have got to step it up. Like, stop shooting videos like with your bed in the background. Like, there's no excuse for it. Like, go get a thirty-five dollar fake background from Amazon. Like there's some really cool ones, like a bunch of our team. Invest in a good camera. Invest in decent lighting. Like we've got to move to this world where, you know, you wouldn't show up to an in-person meeting in a wrinkled suit, but yet you you think it's okay to continue to show up to these sales meetings, you know, without a more like professional. It doesn't have to be like overly professional. You don't have to have like a mahogany desk or something. But <laughs> just something, just something that shows like, hey, I'm here. I'm here to talk. I'm here to have a professional conversation. So I think it's a mix. You know, I do think people, you know, I don't think people really mind if there's a bed in the background, but why not show up as your A plus? Why not interact, be collaborative? There's a site called Mural that, that we're really big fans of as well too at Scaled. So, so those are the two big trends. It's, it's how do we better treat people with high intent? And then how do we create a better selling, you know, engaging experience once we do have people in the funnel? And the way you treat people with high intent, you have a word for that? Uh, we call it intent-based sales, which is okay. to say in that first in that first conversation, you know, should the first few questions you're asking aren't the cheesy questions that are like, how, how did you find out? It's more of like, hey, look, I'm talking to a lot more buyers, and this can be the very first question. I'm talking to many more VPs of operations that right now are doing a ton of like a lot of research before we have the first conversation. So help me to understand in terms of your education on the space, the the players in the space. Um, differentiators, you know, where are you on that continuum? Right. Well, now I get to understand. All right. Well, yeah, tell me more. Okay. And then I can get I, to understand where they're at. Now that I know where they're at. Okay. Now I know where to meet you. As I totally to- agree with you. And you can see in my background, two of my books. And one is acquisition strategy design, which is about understanding the, the buyer journey, even before he, 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 he starts the conversation with the sales team. To, to, to make it progress in the buyer journey. And the other one is Q2C selling, which is uh, how to build your sales process. So we are really uh, agreeing on, on this topic. And one of the first question 
uh, in qualification is understanding the buyer journey, what he has done before. So we are totally aligned in the way we see uh, modern selling. And it's really in, the, in this continuum that I've launched uh, Sales Deck, really to have conversation and to have a tool for collaboration. And we use a lot Miro uh, with our methodologies that are collaborative. But during a sales process, you, you, you can't use Miro because it's too too vast, uh, too, too, yeah. too, too wide, uh, wide screen and wide, uh, wide space collaboration. And what we have done with Sales Deck is really a more focused a collaboration with prepared cards that makes the collaboration more uh, uh, laser focused for both uh, buyer and seller. Excuse me for this promotion, but uh, we are really in line. <laughs> yeah, 100%. So, um, so you, you were talking about intent based selling. Do you have some tips about that? Yeah, it goes or do back you to, yeah. that? Yeah, it goes back to what I was just mentioning, which is that you need to try to understand where the customer is in that, I'll call it like the continuum of their education of the space, right? And, and that most buyers today, if they do have some knowledge, and by the way, not all buyers are going to be there. Some buyers still will be, you know, I don't know anything. Like I, you, you reached out to me and that's fine. And that's kind of the point here is that in today, it used to be that when people came inbound, they all kind of had, or even some outbound, they all kind of had the same level of knowledge. Like they didn't know a ton. They probably knew they probably knew they had a problem, right? But they're like, I don't really know a lot. Today, because again, so many people want to self-guide, they're watching demos ahead of time. They're you know, they're 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 looking at the videos. They want more information up front, right? Now it's like we got we have to be able to make okay, Johnny's at the cold stage. Okay, how do we work with him? Susie's here. She she knows a little bit, but I can tell she doesn't know these seven things about the industry. Let's meet her here. Tim knows a lot. <laughs> so how do I get him in front of like the right people who can actually sell and demo as fast as humanly possible? So it's not that everyone, and I'm not saying by any stretch of the imagination that everyone is a super qualified high intent. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that every day, week, month, quarter, year, we are going to have more and more and more buyers that fit that high intent. Because again, as everything B2C comes to B2B, it just takes a little bit of time. And so if we think about click to buy and all these other things that we are so used to um, in our normal checkout experiences, consumers, you have to believe that all these trends are going to come to B2B. And I'll tell a story. This, this is a, to kind of drive this home. And I, I, I trust me, I realize I'm in like the early adopter phase here. At the end of last year, at the end of 2021, we were looking to renew our Salesforce license. I wanted to spend some cash like as a part of running a business. If you're a business owner, you will totally understand what I'm saying. So I go to Salesforce. Um, our account's not a big account. Salesforce, probably $40,000 is our account, you know, based on our licenses and products we have. I said, one, who's my account executive? That took about four days, three or four days to figure out. Well, the, my, I take that back. My first question was, where can I pay? I just want to pay. I'm going to pay full price. I'm not asking for a discount. I'm asking this. I just want to pay. No, Jake, you need to talk to your account executive. Okay. That took three or four days. Then the account executive reaches out. Hey, Jake, you know, I really want to understand. I go, I'm just going to pause you right there, dude. That's not what I want to do. <laughs> I'll talk to you in three or four weeks about my trends. I just want to pay right now and just be done with it. Okay, no problem. A day or two later, I get a PDF to fill out my credit cards. <laughs> this is Salesforce. People say this is the top. A PDF. To, I'm like, oh my, like you got to be kidding me. So then I fill that out. 
you know, again, I, I thought, what did I have to do? I filled it out, had to have my wife print it, then like take a picture to scan it back to them. I'm like, <laughs> what? I was, I was literally ready to run my Amex for $40,000 on the spot. And Salesforce couldn't handle that type of buyer. And I'm telling you, if you think that more and more people aren't going to behave like that, you've got your head in the sand. And so for me, it's more about you have different ways for people to purchase based on where they're at in their education and intent level. And that to me is really like the heart of, of this concept, both at the big top beginning of the process. And then guess what? I had a call with a kid three, three weeks later. Maybe he could upsell me then. But right now, meet me where I'm at. Look, dude, I'm just mm. ready to renewal. Like, just let, let's get that done. And then we can talk all this. Then we can hop on a call. Right. So just uh, that to me is, is just more and more leaders need to realize like, this is the future. Right. You know, people two two years ago, we said it was impossible to sell a quarter million, a half million, a million dollar deal, 100 percent virtually. Literally, field leaders said that's impossible. You have to be face to face. You have to have the relationship. Guess what? People did it. And if you don't yeah, think it's that possible, it's, it's even possible from one country to another. I'm exactly. in Paris now in France. And I, I can do business in the U.S. Uh, exactly. with LinkedIn and Zoom, which is great. Exactly. Um, what are the other trends that you see? And uh, the second part, so all the new tools that you, uh, you, you are implementing with your yeah. customer, what type of tool are there? How do you increase collaboration? How do you make... Uh, the sales process uh, more innovative and more adapted to digital selling? Yeah, well, I think what's happened now is like during the pandemic, people bought a lot of tools. You know, we've got clients that are spending almost $1,500 per month per rep, right? And and what's happened is there's been a little bit of consolidation in the space, not too much. You know, we I think we're at over 2,000 sales technologies, something like that right now. Um, and so I, I think what one of the biggest things, that the, the trends that I saw is that people bought these technologies, and many times they, they, the deployment was terrible. Let's just call it what it is. The deployment was bad. It's that, you know, they, they, they thought that, that, hey, if we just implement it and train people, well, some of these tools are like, you're changing the way that people work and interact. And so a, you know, a three-hour training and then the frontline leaders aren't, you know, bought in even, it's just a recipe for disaster. So what we're seeing right now, you know, mid-2022 now is more and more companies are saying, hey, we know that there that these tools can be impactful, but whatever we did before, we're only seeing twenty to thirty percent of what we were hoping for, and so they're getting rid of tools. They're now they're really starting to be smart and bring out you know expert firms like ours to like help with like look these tools are evolving so quickly it's impossible that your sales operations department that has implemented these tools once maybe twice ever can possibly stay up to speed. Same way you hire marketing, you know, agencies to help to optimize your, your performance-based marketing tools. You know, we're seeing more and more sales orgs treat the sales tech world and call it like sales technology process optimization a little bit more like marketing, a little bit more real time, a little bit more, um, uh, you know, a little bit, I guess a little bit more like performance mindset versus, yeah, we're going to update our processes or our tools every six to 12 months. It's like, well, if you're if you've got enough data running through the system, why aren't you updating your processes every you know few weeks or a, a, a month? So I just think that those are some of the big ones, you know. Great that, that we're that we're seeing right now. And and there is tools that you prefer in the in this uh, two thousand uh, space. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like look, and, and I'll um, you know I'll kind of get into some 
like, you know, kind of specifics, but I would say like, look, there's, there's some core things that you need to have here. One is you need to have a clean source of data. Okay. Obviously everyone knows zoom info. They're kind of the big player, but there's a lot of other ones that can help you to get clean data. Clean data helps to save your team a ton of time and effort, et cetera. So there's a lot of tools in that bucket. I think zoom info is what you'd call the category leader. The next thing you need is a way to stay on top of those contacts. And that's where a sales engagement tool comes in. Outreach is our preferred partner. We also work with SalesLoft and, you know, we do implementations about Groove, uh, high velocity sales, et cetera. But outreach is, is, you know, kind of who we feel is the, the top right now um, as a part of this, because I need to be able to interact with people. Now, the key is what, what the problem is with those sales engagement platforms. Many people are just using those as an opportunity to hit send all. And it's like, no, no, you set up, you know, 12 touch points, but it's a call. It's a, Per, you know, you might have a template, but you're going to put some personalization in it. So these are not replacement tools for marketing automation. They mm, should be used to, sure. you know, really set up. Uh, um, yeah. So you should really do, like, think about this as a way to, like, in, set up a series of engaging activities to get someone to respond. And then, you know, there's a, this two of tools, tools like yours, who are like, okay, I've got these kind of basics. Obviously, you need a CRM. You probably need a data tool as well, too, just to help you to understand like what's working, what's not working. And then you have tools like yours, which again are like helping me to be smarter in the actual sales process. So I've got a way to find the right people to get a hold of. I've got a way to interact with them and manage, you know, those parts of it. I've got a way to see what's working and what's not. And then I've got tools like yours that can then enrich the experience. I can say, hey, instead of me just sending this to you back and we go back and forth, back and forth, like imagine a world where we can kind of collaborate. Um, so these kind of collaboration type tools, I think we see as like the next part of its tech stack that's going to be required, um, you know, for your basic sales work. Sales Navigator, I'd put in kind of required too, if, you're, if your buyers are on Sales Nav. Yeah, because be link, part of it. LinkedIn could mix a little bit of uh, clean data and uh, outreach also if you have the you don't have the the means to have zoom info and to have outreach yeah it, it could be also a, a more basic tool but with a large database do you use it also for your customer or not so much mm -hmm. yeah yeah we use that we use a mix of outreach uh or i'm sorry zoom info there's another one called sales intel that we use lucia is a really lightweight yeah. one lead iq is another lightweight one um uh, sales nav obviously i think is, is another you know good one great great um what what else do you provide to your customer we we, we discussed about a new understanding of the top of the funnel and you a kind of uh, completion of the bent about uh, the where your customer is in the journey uh, it, it's more important today than the budget and the authority is really the intent uh, so we discussed about that. We discussed about technology. Is there some other point you, you want to address before we finish this podcast? I mean, look, I think for anyone out there, I think these are the two trends. If I was in, in, in sales, I would think about, like, I would really start to rethink the questions that I'm asking. You know, am I asking smart, intelligent business-based questions, or am I asking those like very basic qualification or framework-based questions? Um, and yeah, I would just think like, how boring is your sales process today? You know, like how, like, would you, would you find it fun to interact with you? Right. And fun or, or engaging or entertaining. And I'll take any of those, any of those three is, is fine. Um, but, you know, I think more and more companies are really going to have to rethink that digital sales motion um, for sure. 
that's I think it's just going to be a massive, massive part of it. Great. Thanks a lot. This episode of the Virtual Selling Podcast is over. Thanks for sticking around. Join us twice a week for a new episode with new stories and challenge of giants in the field. If you enjoyed today's episode, we're always listening for your feedback. Share the show and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss any episode. This episode was brought to you by SalesDeck.io, the virtual selling platform that increases your sales team efficiency and sales readiness enables remote management and then sales operational excellence. Book your salesdeck.io demo today to discover how you can close more deals with engaging and better prep customer meetings. It was a pleasure, Jack. I'm really happy to, to, to be back from a vacation to, to, to be Love for it, you man. to be the first one to be interviewed. <laughs> well, I really enjoyed it as well, too, and thanks for having me.